great to have you and thank you for being um patient with me um we normally do the show yesterday uh on thursdays at noon and um thomas was very uh nice to let me push it back to today i have been very busy and actually before we even get into this um uh christina and i decided to take two weeks off um, just because we have so much going on in our own lives and, and we're so busy. So this is actually the last show we're going to do for the next two weeks. So yeah, you, uh, you got in just honored. in time. <laughs> I got to the cutoff date. That's the way. <laughs> so guys, uh, we, we will definitely miss you all, but we are taking uh, two weeks off. So, um, we haven't really ever done that. So this is a big deal, but, um, it's, it's what we needed to do. So, um, but anyway, today's show, I'm very excited that we're going to get to do this. Um, it's uh, going to be a lot about Facebook ads and also about the platform motif. I hadn't really known about it before, um, but I've been learning about it and it looks great. Um, but Facebook ads is something that I keep meaning to learn more about and then never quite do. I, I've learned from several different people about Facebook ads um, and have... You know, I have the basics down of how to do it, but because I keep not implementing it, I keep forgetting. <laughs> so I'm thankful to have you back on with us and uh, go through it again with all of us and, and help everyone learn this because this is definitely something that um, can really help your business explode. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you very much, Helen. Uh, maybe it's a as it's a victory in europe day today maybe it's good to have a european guest so thanks to all of the americans that liberated europe 75 years ago today that's uh, certainly a benefit to us all <laughs> um so yeah facebook ads now <clears throat> facebook ads are uh the, the benefit of facebook really facebook's a huge social media we all have we all know what facebook is even if we don't have a a, a profile there but the vast majority of people have a profile and with that profile, most people don't realize that that actually comes with a Facebook advertising account already attached to it. So everybody's got the uh, the ability to advertise on Facebook. However, uh, I do suggest that uh, rather than using your personal advertising account, if you set up a Facebook business manager, which can be done at Facebook forward slash business, I believe that's where it is, or you can just Google Facebook business manager, you get a uh, you then you have a, a business account separate to your personal account and that means that you can have within that business account account you can have multiple different advert accounts so that say if you were running uh, different into different niches you can divide them by advertising account and also each advertising account has a daily spend limit that starts quite low at twenty dollars a day because facebook are really fronting you the money they're mm -hmm. lending you the money. So you spend $20 and then you pay. So they don't let everybody have 750 or or $1,000 a day to start with. Otherwise, I think we all know what would happen. So you kind of build that up slowly. And then, as I say, you can have multiple accounts. So it is important to not run adverts from your personal account and use a business manager. I think you were allowed to have three business managers per uh, account. And I think maybe you can have two now, but you can always ask Facebook for more. So yeah. That, that is that's an important first step so remember that the other benefit of facebook is that if you can reach people all around the world you don't have to just focus on people from where you're from so you can you can, you've got the whole world to advertise to so don't limit yourself to oh well i think it will work here you can test other regions and other countries and 
what really sets Facebook apart from any other search platform, any other advertising platform, is that you can do niche, real niche marketing. So you can target people very, very specifically as to what they're interested in. So you can target parents that are likely to be dog owners. You can target parents that are likely to uh, go camping. And so you can combine those interests into a design so you can have a very, very, very uh, accurate text on the T-shirt or on the design to what the people, uh, to who the people are. So it speaks more directly to them. And this raises the buyer's intent massively. Yes, I've uh, along those lines, I've seen so many things advertised to me where I'm like, oh my gosh, how specific can they get? Like it's a t-shirt saying that I'm just a New Jersey girl in a Virginia world or something like that because I used to live yeah. in New Jersey and now I'm in Virginia. Um, or like a Mother's Day one where it's explaining that my mother lives in New Jersey and I live here. And I'm like, wow, yeah. like they are really targeting me. <laughs> yeah, so it's actually one of the things where the advertisers and Facebook are kind of playing a game where the, mm -hmm. the advertisers find something a little bit too too uh, targeted and Facebook say, oh, you can't do that anymore and we have to pull back a bit. So there was a time a few years ago, you can't do this now and it's completely, don't try it, but you could uh, download, well, not download, but you could get the data on Facebook profiles and then run shirts with names on them. So I would have a name like Thomas's shirt oh, being okay. advertised to me and Facebook were like, hang on a minute, our, our users are complaining. So there's kind of this, this racking up of making it less less creepy, shall we say, which yes. is always a bit of a game, but there's still, you can still be very, very, very targeted in what you're doing, even if the text on the shirt isn't too creepy, too invasive. Perfect. Let's pause there for just one second and say hi to everybody. Teresa, first of all, thank you so much. You were uh, one of the people that noticed that we missed the show yesterday. So thank you for always being uh, always listening to our shows and always being so supportive. And um, thank you for even listening now when you're trying to drive. So I appreciate you so much. Um, and thank you, Janelle um, and Wayne and JV Irk and Bari and Bridget. Um, thank you guys all for being here. And uh, uh, if you have any questions about Facebook or any questions about advertising, please post them. Please. in the comments so that we can make sure we get everyone's questions answered. So, all right. So specific targeting, that's one of the benefits of Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, continue. What else? What else should we know? Okay. So you can not only can you target people, but also Facebook have got something called the Facebook pixel, which is very much like a tracking cookie. And so if somebody visits your advertising a product, you for each niche, you would set up uh, what they call a Facebook pixel, and you'd have one pixel for, say, fishing, and then another pixel for maybe Mother's Day, and another pixel for maybe p people that like baking. And each one of those will build up data over time on all of the people that visit <clears throat> the product. And you can very powerfully retarget people that visited and then didn't make a purchase. So that uh, is something I know that, I mean, if you could do that on Merch by Amazon, it was everybody that viewed your product and then you could retarget them later. So you can see that, you know, people get interrupted, they're on their phone, maybe they wanted it, but the, the, the train arrived or whatever. So that that is another thing that's really powerful about Facebook. And with those audiences, you can then create what Facebook call a custom audience. So if 100 people from the United Kingdom went, visited your product, 
you can then ask Facebook to gather those people together into a defined audience. And then you can either advertise more things to them or what's really powerful is that you can create what Facebook call a lookalike audience of those people. And you're saying, hey, Facebook, you see these people that did this thing here? I want to make a lookalike audience of, all, of, 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 of people that did similar to these people. And you can break that down by country. So even if they viewed the product in the United States, you can then say, hey, I want a lookalike audience for people in Canada. So you can explain, expand out quite quickly from what would originally be quite a small data set. And that can be very, very powerful. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing with Facebook is that you're building when you're running adverts people are liking commenting and sharing and you're building up an audience of people that engaged on facebook so uh, th those audiences have a lifespan of uh, 365 days so again you can remarket to those people <coughs> and you can or you can build up a facebook fan uh, well yeah facebook fan page over time and once they get to a certain amount you know 5 10 15000 you can post <coughs> excuse me you can post uh, designs directly onto that fan page and then you can get some organic sales through that plus Facebook is also Instagram they own that so through the same advertising platform if you've got something that you think would work more on Instagram maybe it's a younger hipper design then you can advertise on Instagram through your Instagram profile and also build that up as well so it's 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 very powerful and it's got the user base and with everything together it I think it's a it's something that should be considered uh, the the one, other one sorry. second real quick before you continue um first of all thank you everyone for watching this must be a topic that everyone really wants to learn because i didn't even announce the show and we have so many people watching and asking questions so um thank you product news thank you al amin and then here's um a couple questions we will get to those in just a minute i'll let you finish your thought but thank you so much to everybody posting these questions we will get to them very quickly and keep posting them <laughs> yeah, please do. Um, so. yeah so if you are a merch by amazon seller then i know that you're going to have a lot of designs because you know i've got a merch by amazon account and that's how it works it's, it's more of a volume game you want to get more designs out there but you have got these things that are, are, are sort of sitting around maybe they're selling maybe they're not Wait. Sorry, I think I lost you for a second. I don't know if that's my computer or. Hello. Okay, I hear you now. Okay. Froze for a minute. Hey. Uh, still freezing up a little bit guys can you hear thomas is it just me that can't hear or is it um is he freezing up all right try now okay oh he disappeared darn all right guys well thank you guys so much for your questions keep posting the questions i'm sure he'll uh be able to hop right back on <clears throat> so okay janelle saying it's freezing yeah i guess i'm not sure what happened exactly um thank you creative for all the questions these are great 
you guys are helping me out because I don't know if I would be able to ask those detailed questions. <clears throat> Thank you, uh, Product News. I'm gonna uh, wait a couple minutes and see if he's able to log back in. He dropped off for a second, so keep posting the questions. We'll we'll get to them. Um, there he is. He's coming back. Yeah. There you go. Hello. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. That's Great okay. Name. No worries. People kept posting their questions, so we are good to go. Um, but go ahead and finish your thought, and okay. then we'll we'll get to some of these questions. Okay. So as I was saying, uh, sorry about that. Uh, as I was saying, you're going to have a lot of designs if you're on Merch by Amazon that you can test with Facebook ads almost immediately. So that's why I think it's such a great opportunity to reach, uh, uh, maybe take those designs that we're doing well in the States, take them over to the European market, maybe even translate them into other languages and really push them out. The reason I say European markets is because it's so much cheaper to advertise on Facebook in Europe than it is the United States. And uh, I make the majority of my sales for that reason in Europe. So I think that the combination of all of these things it can be very powerful and it's a great opportunity to to dive in plus with the uh, the whole terrible situation that's going on now and nobody wants to say that this is a good time for anything however social media time is up and sales are at, in e-commerce in general at an all-time high so i think the combination of these factors is quite a powerful incentive or motivating force to to, to jump in Yes. And and do you so beforehand we were talking a little bit about European market versus US market and I was telling him that I struggle to get sales on Merch by Amazon in European market like it's easier for me in the US. Um so we were talking about how it's it's mostly has to do with the cost of the Facebook ad. Like you're able to target customers so well that you can find customers pretty much any any country um if you target them well enough and it just makes more sense with the cost. Um, have Facebook ads gone down in cost during this time or? Yes, I, I think that overall they that they have. And the reason for that uh, is that there's less competition from you know all of the businesses that are uh, in shutdown at the moment. So mm -hmm. I think in general they have, but it, it, there's never been, you know, a lot of people complain about the prices of Facebook ads. A winning design will make money even if the, the, the costs are quite high. So. Uh, yeah, I think there has been a bit of a, a reduction. Um, and as I was saying to you before, uh, the conversion rate that we see after somebody clicks through to the product is actually higher in the United Kingdom and in Germany, which is another fantastic market, than we get from the United States. And I don't know whether Merch by Amazon is lower converting in the United Kingdom because there, people are more used to buying their shirts from somewhere yeah. else than they are in the United States. Maybe they, there's a better search or a better algorithm in the States than there is in the UK for that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I always wondered that and also just wondered if maybe it was because I'm from the US, maybe I'm just not quite using the right words or the right humor or the right you know topics that would, um, that would do well in Europe, I'm not sure. I think that maybe the product range in, in, in the UK is is not there yet so that people are just focusing on buying their shirts from other places rather than that. I, I, I find that all apparel for in Amazon UK is it's it's quite difficult to find things. There's not really a great product range for anything. And there's so mm -hmm. many 
there's so many other retailers in the UK that are selling apparel that yeah. I would go to first. That maybe the combination of that is is, is just not 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 set up yet to really make it to make, really yeah. make it fly. Yeah, well, it's good to know. I mean, and this is what I was telling Thomas beforehand. It's good to know that he is succeeding with print on demand in Europe because that's just, um, you know, something that we can all think about, that there is an opportunity there and that we are, um, you know, tending to focus more on the U.S. and missing out on other areas that print on demand can do well in. So um, let's go ahead and answer a couple questions yeah. um, before we continue. So creative Tyron says, which conversion event will you prefer if we are in print on demand? ATC or initiate checkout or purchase? Okay, so I think I'll just step back. I will answer that. I'll just step back from that for a moment. When okay. you when you create a Facebook ad, it asks you which what what you would like Facebook to do. Would you like them to find people that would engage with your advert, or would you like people that will convert? What which is what they call a, uh, an engagement ad. And I use those for testing and I have very small budget, maybe two, three dollars a day. And for that, Facebook will tell you, give you a report. And then I'm looking for people that are liking, commenting and sharing on that post as an indicator as to whether it will be successful. Once something passed that test, then you move the product over. You can copy the advert ID and then you, you can run what Facebook called a conversion ad. and Facebook have various conversion events, and those are view content, add to cart, which is ATC, initiate checkout, and then finally purchase. So they're, they're events, and you, you're saying to Facebook, right, I want to find people that are more likely to add this to the cart or to, to purchase. And, uh, okay, add to cart's not too bad. I find that you do get some conversions for that, but I nearly exclusively in the European market and in the US, to be honest, run uh, optimized for purchase because uh, I get that those conversions and uh, then Facebook kind of gets used to finding more people that looking to purchase than than not. I know that when costs are high, people, because each each like purchase is going to always going to be the most expensive one. So people try and pull back from that because it, it's a bit cheaper for each conversion. But I, I really want those people that are going to purchase. So everyone that sees my advert, Facebook at least perceives that there's a chance that they'll purchase. Whereas a lot of people that uh, you get like they're like window shoppers. They come in, they click a lot, but out of them, who's really mm -hmm. going to buy? Who's not going to buy? So, yes. So. Uh, that's so fascinating that Facebook can tell like who is likely to actually purchase and not just click. It's a little well, uh, disconcerting. I know Amazon's really good at telling that too. <laughs> well, not not only who is going to buy, but also the time of day that they're most likely to buy. Yeah. So if you run a if you run a purchase an advert per, uh, optimized for purchase, and you've got a daily budget of say five dollars, it will spend most of those five dollars when they think that people are most likely to buy. So not when they're at work, but in their lunch break. And then at the end of the day, when they get home from work, when they just check their phones and also just before they go to sleep. So yeah. it, it, it even knows what when you're likely to buy, not yep. just who you Amazon are. Amazon has the same kind of thing, like the, the predictive, like they know before you know when you're going to buy something. <laughs> like they, get, they yeah. get the products to the right city because they know someone's about to buy it there. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, so great question, Creative. And then John Lewis says, I used a personalizing name in t-shirt ads and my ad account closed. Is that the reason? Well, 
personalized as a now you can't facebook won't allow you to run a shirt targeted to me that says thomas on it already that's something that they say they call those name shirts now that is not allowed however some companies such as motif have the ability to have add a custom text field to the shirt where you would have your name as a placeholder and then the the customer can enter the your name that's still absolutely fine so yes you can't already put somebody's name on a shirt but you can have a field where they can enter their own name and that's considered to be completely fine and i think that facebook moved away from thomas's shirt uh, about three years ago so when you do run facebook adverts I think we're losing you again, Thomas. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for answering these questions. This is really, really helpful. And thank you guys all who are posting questions. Keep posting them. Still there? Oh man, <laughs> sorry guys. <laughs> Let me scroll down to the bottom and see what other questions. Um, I'm so, thank you guys so much for all these questions. There you are. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh, it's, it is a public holiday in the United Kingdom, so maybe everybody's uh, ringing their parents, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I do apologize. You were, um, you were, I think you were finishing up that answer about the names. Um, you yeah. just have to say your name here and, and yeah. instead of actually putting a name. Yeah. And make sure that you read Facebook's advertising policy and understand it before you run an advert. The same with yeah. any platform. You've got uh, yeah. to stay within the rules. Don't, don't. Yes. Yes, they, guys. That goes with any platform. Same with merch. You got to read the terms on service because so many people get their accounts shut down because they didn't read the terms of service. Um, so make sure you always read the terms of service. And I'm sorry, Thomas, I know I probably interrupted you, but you uh, froze again for a minute. Um, but guys, have anybody else run into any problems with getting an ad account shut down? If so, let us know what happened um, so that we can you know, discuss that as well. Um, and just as a, sh oh, I hear you, but you're still frozen. Okay. I see you again. You're moving a little bit. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I think right. I finished your thought about the, um, yeah. make sure you read the terms of service. Um, let's go to the next question, which says, as per your experience, which lookalike will perform better? One, a page engaged audience with a hundred thousand size. LLA audience or two 1000 link click audience size LLA. What's okay, LLA? So, so LLA is a lookalike audience. Oh, look -alike that's, audience. Okay. that's when you take an audience that's predefined and then you ask yes. Facebook to find people that are like that audience. Yes. And you can do so, that with email addresses, right? You can give that uh, email addresses and they find a lookalike. If they're from uh, buyers, if you have the right to use them again, 
you, okay. you, you have to be careful. But yes, if they're from past buyers, then okay. you can if you've got the right. Um, now, all of these, this is another reason why I like to run adverts that are optimized for purchase to begin with, because as I say, then everybody in all of these audiences, Facebook thought would be somebody that could buy. So if all of if you're running like a, just an engagement ad to get people to like, comment and share, and then you make an, a lookalike audience out of people that took an action after that, then it's going to be weaker. So there is no, this one always works and this one doesn't. But I do find that the, the best one, if you've got maybe um, two or 300 purchases, is a lookalike audience of the people that have made a purchase. But you do need a little bit more data. So the other ones can work, but really you want you want people that purchase. Perfect. Um, okay, and then John says, what is the reasons and mistakes that we need to avoid to not get our ad accounts closed? Okay, so it's important to read Facebook's terms of service and their, their advertising terms of service. And it's also, uh, you, you want to, your own Facebook account, you should be behaving, I'm sure everybody's behaving nicely online, but <laughs> that, that can, that can have an effect and also the kind of content that you're posting to your page you want to make sure that that's all within the community standards as the first protection and then you really want to understand that uh, where the line is with things so you don't want to run uh, so for instance political campaigns you have to be pre-approved before you would do that um, and there are various rules around alcohol and uh, anything that's discriminatory or, or any uh, implied profanity or profanity is, is again, going to be in force. Now, Facebook does have a bot and it will ban accounts here and there. And I've had it happen to me and I appeal very nicely. And, and I've almost always, I've only ever lost permanently one account. And the reason for that, which is something that is important to do, once I stop running adverts right once i've done with it i delete the advert and what i did there was i left all of the adverts in the account mm -hmm. and then facebook changed the rules and then they went back and banned the account because i still had the old stuff in there and that was around running political ads and then they, they changed it so uh to, to protect after you finish delete read the terms of service and just think just think well it, is this really you know facebook want a nice atmosphere for their users is this really something that i want to put out there yeah maybe i could make a quick buck on it but is it better to find something that's more middle of the road with a broader reach that people would be happy to see and run those yes very good points um and also doesn't uh, europe or maybe it's just the uk i think maybe it's just the uk have a law about um any kind of mental illness which i think they is very widespread like even just you know anxiety or ocd or thing like that yes absolutely you're not allowed to make reference to that in in the united kingdom for profit so charities mm -hmm. could advertise but we're not charities so yes be careful with that again that's all in there and also drinking age in the uk is lower than the united states and but some other countries drinking is either completely illegal or it's even got a higher uh, age limit than that. So don't run a worldwide beer drinking shirt check to make sure that in the, so I always tend to run those at the highest, above the highest age, which I think is Sweden or something, 24, 25. And I think even one of those Scandinavian countries, you're not allowed to advertise uh, drink anything, any reference to drinking. So I tend to be very, very careful with that kind of thing. And again, you just have to read the policy. 
Good point. I never even thought about that. The countries are above 21. I didn't know that. So 20, well, 24. Okay. Yeah, we're young. We're, we're 18. So a lot of yeah. people in the UK <laughs> think it's okay to advertise 18 in the States. And it's like, oh, no, that's not okay. I feel like no. 18 and 21 are so random. Like, I don't know why it's either 18 or 21. Like, it's not 19 or 20 or 22. It's 18 I, or 21. I, I, they must oh, have well. been drunk. They must have been drunk when they came up with the rules. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. Oh, my gosh. Funny uh, story about me when I was 18 trying to find a country that I could drink in because <laughs> the U.S. you had to be 21. I um, I went I lived uh, in New Jersey and it was only about eight hours or so to Canada something like that and Canada you could drink at 18. So my friends and I all tried to go to Canada to drink and we ended up having our car broken into and robbed. And we're like man we didn't even get to have a drink we had to turn right around. <laughs> so Maybe I shouldn't have uh, tried to do that. <laughs> all right. So thank you guys all for these questions. Let's see. There's one that says, um, can you please give us a text to use with the ad? So for example, limited edition, not found in store, get yours here. What are some ideas for things like that? Okay. So again, this with, with Facebook advertising, if it's not a limited edition, don't say it's a limited edition. If it's, it don't, I would avoid those kinds of things. So what I, what I would say is something like, uh, I, if it's a cat t-shirt uh, 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 targeted towards the cat niche, not for cats, I would put something along the lines of my cat makes me wear this. And then a laughing face. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't make any false product claims because even if you get away with it now, maybe in the future, they, they, they look more dimly on it. And also uh, what they call engagement baiting, which is where you say like comment if you love this, that, that's not allowed anymore either. So actually I, when they when they updated their policies before, I was quite nervous about what the what the copy should be. And I put just simply this sweatshirt is available now and then uh, check it out here as the link. And I sold a tremendous amount of those. So I think what I'm trying to say is don't, don't make false product claims and don't think that that's going to define whether the shirt's going to sell or not. You might sell another couple of units with a really catchy headline. The main thing that does it is the, is the image of the product itself. And what I do is I take a mock-up of a T-shirt with no person in it, just, just a, like a 3D mock-up, and then I put a background on it that would be relevant to the niche. So if it was fishing, I'd put a fishing lake behind it, transparent background and then fishing lake, and then the message big and clear on the front. And it's really the readability. This is another thing that's different. It's interruption marketing. If you ever watch somebody scroll through Facebook, they scroll through at 100 miles an hour. So mm -hmm. you've got to have something that, that interrupts them and they can instantly read. So calligraphy designs that are really technical or really difficult to read then you if it was say for uh for puppy uh, some a puppy shirt then i'd want to put some puppies in the background so at least they see that and then have a chance to to stop and and, and actually read the text on the shirt so that readability is key and the defining thing about it what sells and what doesn't isn't the copy it's the it's, it's what it says on the shirt Interesting. I feel like that you might get different answers from different people. Some people think copy is everything. Um, so it really oh. depends. But I think I think with t-shirts, you you might be right because the the t-shirt should sell itself, like the actual thing that yeah. the t-shirt says. If if you're drop shipping a product that needs a lot of explanation, 
Mm -hmm. some complicated thing that you know it, yeah. it, it comes with batteries or it doesn't but everybody knows what a t-shirt's for it doesn't right. take any explanation they, they look at the image and then they want to find the link it, there's nothing really more to say okay as i say you might get a few more likes if you put a funny message at the top mm -hmm. but you don't want them to, to to share the funny message although it might help a little bit you want them to engage with the with the actual product and the design of the product so mm -hmm. it might even be the case that anything that detracts their eye away from the product could mm -hmm. be detrimental. I'm, I, I haven't spent enough money split testing this. Yeah. I would say it, it, if you've got a product and you're running Facebook ads and it's not selling, changing the the, the product, the, the the description isn't going to make you a millionaire. It's, 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 it's <laughs> as simple as that. Awesome. Well, I love this. Um, and you briefly just said the word split testing, which I am glad you said that because it reminded me to ask you about that. Um, first of all, how important is split testing? What is split testing? Can you give an example of, of a split test that you've done before or that you would recommend? Well, um, Facebook has its own split testing is where you try one thing versus another. Um, so it could be the same design, but with a different a, a different message, or maybe the link as the first thing, and then the uh, then the like a, a tagline, for instance, as a second thing. Facebook have got a, a, an A/B testing system, and really, it, it it's not for it's it is just for testing. So once when one is defined as a winner, then you would turn that test off, and then try and then run conversion ads to it. What you can do now, can, Facebook have something called campaign budget optimization, which is where you can set the budget of multiple different what they call ad sets. So the structure is campaign, ad set, and then advert. So they all come in threes. You can set the budget of the ad sets, which is like the, what where you set the budget under the mm -hmm. campaign. So you can set a campaign with 10 ad sets in it, all, to, all with different designs, and you can set like a universal budget. And Facebook will run those out to people and then find the best ones. It will it will push the budget towards the ones that are doing better. So actually, rather than using Facebook's built-in, like straight out A/B testing, you you can use that uh, campaign budget optimization, and then it will select and show you by you'll see because it will do the best and it will have the most money, which the face which product the Facebook algorithm thinks. So if you have got a lot. Of things to test you can test more things more quickly with that method great great answer and guys i am so happy with all these questions i hopefully we'll be able to get to all of them i can't believe already 30 minutes have gone by it's going so fast um product news is asking is there any videos explaining critique critique what is oh I, I was gonna say i'm like am i the only one who doesn't know what that is what's critique i don't know if that's a uh mistake or can you um ask your question again in a different way because i'm not sure the answer to that um okay jv irk is saying he did not get accepted to mba now i'm working on motif as well thomas is awesome as a mentor awesome thank you for that uh, thank you very much good to have you and then pod in japan and south korea have you tried well, those markets Actually, uh, we're looking to expand to uh, some new markets, and they're, they're definitely on the list. Um, we can, as I say, Motif have uh, like more localized. If you if you somebody orders a shirt in the United Kingdom, it gets produced in the UK, and we try and do that as much as possible. And those markets are ones that we're looking at expanding into. And there's definitely, if I mean, if you just see anything, any program on Japan, there's so many different subcultures there that I think that. It's it's a slightly different thing with Facebook because 
people in Japan use Facebook in a slightly different way. Uh, so maybe you might concentrate more on Instagram. But I think there's de- a huge opportunity in those two markets going forward. You know, there's what, 110 million people in Japan. It's very, very microcultured. And the same, it's the same we saw with the with, with like Korean K-pop, that kind of thing. Or they don't infringe on their trademarks, but just the the way that even each uh, suburb or or area of Seoul has got its own subculture. And I think that that presents a tremendous opportunity for the, the POD market. Interesting. Great, great feedback. Okay, Patty is asking Thomas, are there any blogs or posts we should follow to keep up on Facebook ad changes and updates? Uh, well, Facebook uh, posts themselves, and it's always best to go to the horse's mouth because so many people will tell you so many different things or try and circumvent the rules, and we all know uh, that that isn't the way to go. So if you follow this uh, Facebook business, uh, they've got their own page on Facebook from Facebook, you follow that, and they normally announce these changes before they happen. So they don't just go right bang, it, 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 it's not allowed. So I think that it's best to best to follow them uh, for, for these big announcements because a lot of people will try and say that, oh, you know, if you follow me, I'm so clever. You can advertise this in this way and get around it. There's no need to get around it. As I say, one of my best ever selling designs just had this sweatshirt is available now and then the link. So you, you can be super sort of middle of the road and still do very well. Great. Uh, another question, number of ad sets I should use in a POD ads and how much per ad set? Okay, so when I'm testing, I like to test it like uh, with an engagement ad at like two, three dollars a day. That will give me a good idea whether the product's going to work or not. And I'm looking for likes, comments or shares. And then when I move over to try and get make some sales, I still start fairly cheap. So at the moment, I've noticed that uh, a daily budget per ad set of around $8 is working really well. And also I'm finding that it used to be that you had to find quite narrow markets. When I say narrow, like 100,000, 200,000 people. But I think Facebook's getting better. And now I'm finding that bigger, bigger, bigger interest. So Facebook will tell you the potential reach when you make your targeting selection. And mm-hmm. I'm finding that even uh, like 30 million people, 40 million people, Facebook will still be able to go in there and, and, and find the buyers in, in that, which is something that's changing over time. So I would I would create maybe four or five uh, website conversion ads at about $8 a day. You can do $4 a day if you're, if you're a bit tighter with budget and you just want to play around, or you could do two ads at just $5 a day. But you don't have to be, you know, you see these like drop shipping people and they're like $1,000 a day. No, 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 I, I don't do that. If so, And then if something starts working, I duplicate it and then double the budget. And you can you can do that up to about maybe $40 per ad set. And that's normally about the limit. But as I say, because of all the targeting and then the lookalike audiences and the custom audiences, actually, if you only start with quite a small target group, you can expand out quite, quite quickly. Great. I love all your answers. So succinct and, and helpful and amazing. So thank you. Um, is social proof like did I already ask this likes and comments important or should I start directly with conversion so the the only reason that I would run uh, an an engagement ad first isn't to build up the social proof it's just so that because I can spend only three or four dollars as a test as opposed to eight dollars per for 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 four or five ad sets 
and then I can, you know, if, if nobody's engaging with it and nobody's liking it and nobody's sharing, then I'm not going to try a conversion ad with it. So, um, okay, social proof. If it's a hot product, I've had stuff sell when the post has had three or four likes and I've had other posts that I've, I've run out and I've thought this must be working because I'm getting like hundreds of shares. In fact, I had one fishing shirt in the United States a couple of years ago. I had a thousand shares and I made about two sales and I kept going with it thinking it must sell. And it had all of that social proof. And I'm thinking, oh, I can't just give up now because now I'm, I'm, I'm spent all this money and it, people are loving it in the comments. But for some reason, that design just wasn't, wasn't working. And then I moved on to something else. So I wouldn't get het up on it must have 100 shares before you, uh, 100 likes before you do anything. If people want it, they're going to buy it. And people are very, you know, as again, they're on that, 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 uh, that mobile device and they just see something that they want. They hit the link, that post gone. They're not seeing the social proof on the actual uh, product page. They're there already and then they're buying. So it's very much this interruption marketing. People are not making rational, slow decisions. Maybe if it's a, uh, a device that would help you with some problem that you're having in your life, like a drop shipping product, you want to build up that social proof so that people are going, yeah, I've got mine and it works. And then people are checking. But mm -hmm. with the t-shirt or a, 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 a mug, there isn't really much need for that kind of proof. Very good point. Yes. It's uh, something that everybody already knows what it is. So it's an impulse buy basically. They'll just yeah. decide they want it or not. Yeah. All right. And then Ronald is asking, does anyone do Amazon POD here? So I'm assuming you mean on Seller Central and not Merch, because I think everyone does Merch. But um, uh, for Motif, you guys mostly focus on, and we'll get into this in a second. We wanted to start with about Facebook ads. And then at yeah. the end, he's going to explain a little bit about what Motif is. Um, but do you integrate with platforms like that or? We're looking at integrations towards the, towards the end of this year. At the moment, we're so, you know, we're a startup. We've been around for only a few years. We're experiencing tremendous growth and we're, we're focused on really this, this side of it at the moment, Facebook but we ads. are looking, yeah, well, okay. what we call our internet marketers that are, that are running ads. Yeah. Got it. Um, but it, it, moving forward, yes, we are looking at ways of fulfilling. And I think actually Amazon POD is interesting because if you look at what's happening with Amazon Merch, they're investing a lot of money mm -hmm. in, in more printing machines and they're really sort of like doubling, tripling down on this. I wonder mm -hmm. if in the future they might start restricting people from uh, selling their own like designs without mm -hmm. going through the Amazon Merch like ecosystem yeah. or Merch by Amazon ecosystem. Yeah. Uh, that would be interesting to see. I don't see them restricting it. I mean, obviously, this is just my own opinion. I haven't talked to Amazon, but uh, I I feel like as as long as they're making money, they don't really care what which yeah. platform or which direction. Because they have so many platforms. I mean, they have Amazon Custom, they have Amazon Homemade, they have, and and you could technically sell these on all those different platforms, and Amazon's yeah. still making money. So. I don't foresee them caring. Um, and it might be a slightly different product, a slightly different color. Um, so I, I think Amazon POD is a great idea. Um, but to answer your question, Ronald, I am not doing that. I am doing um, Merge by Amazon mainly. And then KDP and you know Redbubble and things like that. But my main focus is Merge by Amazon. OK, is there any? Is there any videos or course to explain the steps? 
well we're working on that um <laughs> it's uh i don't have anything at the moment but we are trying to put together a complete guide but as you can tell there's quite a lot of detail that needs to go into these things so uh, yes. we, watch this space we'll we'll, we'll try it's, and fulfill that it's hard to find a really good free guide just because it's so much that goes into it so there's yeah. there's some paid courses for facebook ads but i don't sure. know about free ones so i think things like this we're, we're answering questions as much as we can um i'll try to get some more um either have you back on or, or have other people back on so we can keep asking questions and keep going um but it's, it's there's a lot that goes into it and and facebook kind of changes their rules sometimes so it's hard to keep it up to date and and uh did you freeze again are you still there yeah, i'm still here can, okay yeah i don't know something's going on they don't want it might be it's facebook trying to stop me um <laughs> they're like don't give away all the secrets yeah. we're gonna freeze you <laughs> um yeah it's difficult to keep we are going to we are going to get something together because it is super important but it's a lot of of pre-building you can't just let out one thing because then people are like oh this is the thing and you have to and kind then of they'll be say you left stuff out and it's it's a lot i mean even just myself trying to make like a even like a merch by amazon course or something i mean it seems so simple but when you really start trying to explain every single thing and trademarks and this and that and what programs to use to design with it's to me, it just gets so overwhelming that I just stop. So um, that, that's one of the reasons why I try to just teach a very simple method because yes. there's thousands of different things that you can do. But mm -hmm. if you start telling people too many things, they get too distracted from what they should be doing, which is right. just testing and getting used to this thing that and doing it over and over and over again. And also, if you do that, then you start to understand, okay, this one got quite a lot more shares than that one. So maybe this is better. And you kind of get baseline numbers in your own head yeah. of what works rather than saying, oh, you can try this sort of new thing here, or they've just released this. And it's actually not more effective. It's the design. If there's no yeah. magic button in Facebook that makes it sell, if you've yeah. got a hot design, it doesn't matter what type of advert you run, it's going to sell. So, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it must be the Facebook ads. It can't be my design, but it's the design. <laughs> Very good point. All right. Next question. Instagram shout outs work with POD. Instagram shout outs. Is that like a like an infant when you contact an influencer and they'd put your product on, on, on their on their like Instagram account, I presume? Like sort of uh I guess so. I'm not hundred percent sure I know either. I'm not big on Instagram. I tend to be more on Facebook and YouTube. Um I'm I'm sure if you found an influencer in in that niche and you offered them some money to post, I mean, again, you can try this. Uh, I know that we have some organic sellers, what we call organic. They don't run ads so much. They've already got quite large built-up assets of Facebook pages and Instagram accounts. And they, especially before Christmas last year, one of them in particular did extremely well and his ad spend was zero. And I won't tell you what he, how many he sold, but it was a lot. A lot of shirts so I would say that another way of doing this is build three Instagram accounts in niches that you've already got shirts in and for the first three or four months don't try and sell anything to those people just build up the trust and the engagement on those accounts and then maybe once every couple of weeks just drop a shirt design in maybe without even a link and if people are like hey that's great where can I get it then you can slowly build up but you don't want to only market to people on those channels you've really got to build up an engaged following more organically and build the trust and then 
when it gets to like big events just before Mother's Day, you're like, oh, hey, this is a cool shirt. And that's how you sell to them. So it's more sort of like a, oh, yeah, this is cool rather than like buy this now. Okay, perfect. And then one more question, then we'll go into talking more about motifs so you can explain what that is. Um, Patty's saying, do you have any special advice if we are doing local marketing like to a specific zip code or city? Okay, well, Facebook will let you target right into uh, the minimum is, a, I think, a, a, like a one and a half mile radius. Um, wow. So you can, you can really narrow down. Obviously, then you're only you're limiting yourself to just the people in that zip zip code or zip uh, city mm -hmm. um so you you won't be able to spend a tremendous amount of money all at one go although you can maybe let it run for a little while and you could also target the city so say if it was uh, london you could target people that like london uh, for some reason they might have some connection to it um, but basically you're always going to be spending a little less money when you're doing that and it's going to be but then you could do like 10 cities so mm -hmm. in the end if you find the concept that works like uh you know like a, a, a born in london or something or whatever yeah. um and you can then you can you can run that out across a lot of cities so it, it, it's 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 as powerful as you want to make it but don't try and spend 60 70 dollars a day just in like london because it, it's just too small all right, and I think Teresa's question will be a good transition to talk about motif. And first of all, Teresa, I hope you're not still driving, but thank you so much for listening and, and for your question. So she says, do I direct them to my Etsy shop? Um, Facebook ads you can direct anywhere, but can you um, tell us a little bit about what you do and, and what motif offers and things like that? Well, the benefit of running to uh, a motif would be that you upload your artwork and you get a like a, what we call a campaign page, which is really a product page. And within that page, you can embed the Facebook pixel so that you can Facebook can then optimize. If you run adverts to Amazon or Etsy, I'm not sure about Etsy because they, maybe they've got a Facebook pixel integration, but I, I don't think that they have. Maybe they have. Um, but uh, the other benefit would be that we have a global printing network so that if somebody orders and they're in Europe, the shirt is produced or the item, we have posters, cushions, all of these different items are produced in locally to that person so that, you know, that we haven't got the, the extended shipping times. Whereas if you're using Etsy or any other service with only one local production facility, if somebody like orders in Europe, then it's got to fly to them and they're going to have expensive shipping costs and a huge delay. So mm -hmm. I think that that's, that's one of the, the big bonuses uh, of using Motif. Plus, uh, we've got uh, also we can have, we have a big seller is our custom text fields that where we allow people to enter their names. And all of this really is where you can focus on Europe, I would say, first because of the lower cost. So print on demand suppliers in general are more difficult to find in Europe, especially quality ones. And I would say that there's a huge opportunity in the European market. Germany is a hot market and so is the United Kingdom. As I said before, we have a higher conversion rate after viewing in the UK than we do in the States. So let's start from the beginning about what Motif is, because at first I didn't understand um, what it is. But like to me, it was like when you were explaining it, it started to remind me of Shopify, but then it started to remind me of other things. So start from the beginning. What is Motif? what okay. is the benefit of it um and and i i think it's so cool that it's uh 
directly print on demand and it's direct. It's so easy to tie in with Facebook, but start from the beginning. What is it? Okay, so Motif is a print on demand supplier where you can have your own store and your own cap, your what we call your own product pages. So you can upload your artwork and it, there's no cost involved. You just upload your artwork and then you, you can put that artwork onto various different products. We've got mugs, uh, various different apparel options, T-shirts, hoodies, women's, women's hoodies, tank tops, uh, cushions. Uh, we've got wall art, canvases, that kind of stuff. And it, the, there's no cost to that. You can, you can even buy your own custom domain, so your own URL, your domain name. And you can have like Thomas Gentleman store, and it would that would be the URL still without any charge. Whereas if you're running Shopify, you've got to pay Shopify this money, then you've got to buy apps, then you've got to optimize this, then you've got to manage the store. And that's the other real benefit of Motif is that we handle all of the customer uh, charge, well, uh, refunds and all of that stuff. All of the customer services is done by us. So all you've got to do is upload the artwork, run the ads, and then everything else is handled by us. All of the production, all of the fulfillment, all of the customer queries and concerns. Okay, you still have to run your own Facebook page, and that's something we can't do, but all of that is handled by us. And we've got, I think one of our, well, one of our strongest points is we're incredibly inexpensive. Our products, I think our T-shirts printed are, I think around the $6 mark. So if you're selling at like $22, $23, $24 in, in the States, you've got a, a, a margin there of nearly $20, which means that that's if you spent $10 on Facebook ads to get that one purchase, then you've got $10 profit. So, okay, in, the, in Europe, you have to pay 20% tax, and we handle all of that stuff as well. There's, it's, it's just like a, a you open the account. I think there's probably a link in, in the description. And you open an account, you upload your artwork, and there you go. You're ready to start selling. There's no, you have to integrate your own PayPal. That's Again, that's another thing with Shopify. You can have PayPal issues. You can lose your PayPal because you did, didn't do something right. There's none of that. We completely protect you from that. We pay you out directly however you want to be paid, and we deal with the customer. So I think that that's a tremendous benefit, and certainly one of the reasons why you know, I, I work and I haven't got time to manage a Shopify store and with all of the different fraud this and all of those those things that are going on. So it's just like a... Tell us your story, because um, I think that was so interesting. You were a, um, a person that used Motif and then yeah. you ended up, now you work with them. So tell us your story about why you started using them and what you liked and all of that. I've been selling POD products uh, since about 2015. A company that I was working for actually relocated to the States and I was working remotely, which meant that I was at home quite a bit. And I started to play around and, and, and sell a few products. And uh, there were different varying qualities. And I was getting annoyed with having customers come back to me and say, oh, you know, I've got this problem and that problem. And then I found Motif and I found that the it, customers were much more much happier and everything was flowing and they just did it all and I, all I had to do was think oh you know what that would look good on a t-shirt upload it and then run some Facebook ads and it's kind of like a, a low impact to my life sideline until it started to build up to the point where I became one of their sort of one of the biggest sellers on the platform and they said to me hey can you come into 
help us optimize the seller experience. So we call the people, our users, sellers, because that's what they do. And I, I came in and it was meant to be for 10 weeks and that was last October. And now I'm still here <laughs> explaining Facebook. Uh, they won't let you go. <laughs> as soon as I started asking questions, they're like, you got to talk to Thomas. <laughs> so you, I know you have helped them so much. So. <laughs> and to be honest with you, I, I, I think it's a good, it's a really good bunch of people. You know, there's everybody's really committed, and uh, it's been a pleasure to be working here. Otherwise, you know, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have I, before. Uh, as I say, I came in just sort of like almost as a volunteer to come in just to help them. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's it, it, it's uh, it's been a real pleasure. Great. Well, I know we're almost to the end of the hour, so I don't know how strict the time is for you. Do you have time to answer some more questions? Yeah, uh, please. Um, these you... questions have been excellent. I'm happy to answer. Okay, great. Well, I'm really happy with everybody that's watching and and uh, just all the questions and, and so thankful that you came on today. And Patty was asking about the spelling of motif. Uh, motif, it should be in the description wherever you're watching. So on Facebook or on YouTube, um, there's a link to their Facebook group. There's also a link to the site. And they did give us an affiliate link. So just so that you are aware, it is an affiliate link. Um, but of course, you could always bypass it and just go to Motifs directly if you don't want to click on our link. Um, but anybody that comes on the show, they always just want to you know, help us out, help the show out. And, and that's how we can provide a free show at, you know, twice a week is, um, is through those kind of links. So it doesn't add any cost to you or anything like that. Oh. Um, but anyway, if you have any questions, go ahead and, and keep asking them. We'll, we'll go through a couple more. Thank you so much for going over time with us today, Thomas. No problem. Um, and Jacqueline's saying it's so nice. Well, she's saying it's strange to hear, but I'm sure she probably means nice to hear too, uh, uh, someone from Britain, because that's where she's from too. The accents. Have you guys noticed like now with wearing masks that it's even harder to understand what people are saying? Because I think we, we end up looking at like lips more than we think we do like we all lip read a little bit um so i think uh it's it's one of those things it's a little harder to understand what everyone's saying um all right so this question that i asked this question too patty what should we know about the european market for pod what do they buy that's different than us well i would say that there's no real difference other than the language. So you can still, uh, I, I really recommend niche marketing is the way to go on Facebook, certainly. Merch by Amazon, okay, you have to optimize for the algorithm within 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 uh, uh, Amazon. And I think maybe the European algorithms aren't quite there yet. And they're not used to, uh, they're not used to serving up the right, the right products, which is why you might see slightly less performance. And I, I think that the, the biggest advantage for Facebook ads and why I sell probably 80% of my products uh, in Europe is it's far cheaper. Now, when I say far cheaper, you can reach maybe in in Europe $3 or $2.50 to reach a 1,000 people at the moment, whereas in the States, you're looking at 9 or $10 to reach the same amount of people. And the big difference really is, say, if you've got a You've got an idea or a concept or something that say done well in the states or done well on amazon or done well in the uk you can take that design and then you can translate it into german french italian dutch they're all great markets holland the netherlands is a fantastic market these smaller markets shouldn't be overlooked okay germany and france are the two powerhouse big markets in the united kingdom sweden norway only four million people in norway but another great market and you can 
just selectively target. So you can take one design and you can spread it around all of these smaller markets and all of a sudden you're actually generating quite a considerable amount of sales. Plus, nobody's really focusing on these markets. So if you're going to run shirts in Denmark, maybe make a page with a Danish name and then it, it feels more personal to them and Facebook pages are free. So I think Europe is a massive opportunity still and uh, it hasn't been saturated in any way like the States is. And a lot of that reason is because there aren't many companies like Motif with localized production in Europe. So people aren't able to focus their Shopify stores on it because their main supplier is based solely in the United States and they're kind of into that mindset of just sticking with that one supplier. Great. And another thing with uh, focusing on all these different countries, should the language on the t-shirt be in English or should the language be in the country's, um, you know, primary language? Well, you can try. And I have made sales in what we call continental Europe, which is all of Europe that isn't the United Kingdom uh, with an English message on the shirt because English is kind of a universal. However, if you really want to do well, yes, uh, I would definitely translate those designs. And there are various services I use. I give a shout out to one hour translation. It's super cheap. I'm not an affiliate. I'm not getting any money for that, but it's really quick. You know, mm -hmm. For just a few words of shirt design, you can get it translated for like maybe a dollar, something like that, because it, they, they charge you per word and they charge you hardly anything. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that, 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 that localization and that extra level of where you're speaking to them in their own language, I think really does make a big difference. Okay. So you would recommend translating to the country's language on the t-shirts? I would, but okay. it's not absolutely essential. So if you aren't going to translate, what you could do is target the whole of Europe, including uh -huh. the United Kingdom with an English design and then mm -hmm. see what Facebook gets with it. But if that started to make sales, then what's the, the, the barrier of entry to get I know, it's so the small, market? just change the language real quick. Yeah. Yep. That, I think that's one benefit that we have as small little companies is we can do these real quick little tweaks and changes. It only takes a few minutes. Um, and it makes sense that we can enter markets that nobody's really targeting. Yeah, we don't so. have to we don't have to go and see the board and make a proposal yeah, and say get all hey, this approval gonna, and Yeah, we're gonna get everything printed up for France and we're gonna go over there and meet this guy and that guy. We can just be like, hey, you know what, I think that might work in France. Let's try it. Yeah, you don't have to pre buy the printed t shirts with of the course. phrase on it. It's it's printed on demand when someone buys it. So yeah. yes, absolutely try out um, different languages and, and uh, split test yeah and maybe oh. even french canadian if you're doing french french canadian yeah uh, in quebec another probably people aren't really focusing on that outside of canada and maybe that might be an interesting way to to get in because they'll still be buying kind of like north american shirts but in in, in french um jacqueline's saying how do you know if it's accurate when translated um well i I, again, you, Motif have a translation service, so you can reach out to somebody here or you can use uh, One Hour Translate and they uh, even have a, a, a certified translation if you want. And I normally find that they're pretty good, um, very accurate. And if you, it gives you a, 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 it asks you which words you want me to translate. And then if you say, this is for a shirt, some of these European languages have the masculine and the feminine and very often they'll give you back it translated into in, into both variants because for like a man would wear a different shirt. So I think it's pretty, pretty solid service. Otherwise I wouldn't recommend it or just come directly to us. Perfect. And then Rick is asking, 
what do you recommend when adding tags to designs? Okay, so I think that this is something inside the Motif platform. I, we have a system of tagging, but I don't know if that is to do with to do with that. And you can tag various products together and then incorporate them into a store. Um, I that would be good if you're doing that because that's how you add products to a store. So again, you can buy your own custom domain name and then have Thomas Gentleman's store at Motif, at Motif but it just comes up as thomasgentleman.com. Um, other than that, I'm not sure about tagging. I'm not sure if he means keywords. Like when I think of tags, I think of like Redbubble or places like that that have different yeah. keywords, no, but I'm not sure. So, so that's a di one big difference with Motif. We're not a marketplace. If you go to Motif, you can't buy other people's stuff. You can't see anybody else's stuff. You upload your own artwork and you you, you push people to that campaign through advertising. So it's there's no public marketplace. We're not. Yeah. We're not we're not advertising your stuff. You you have to take that step for yourself. And you can either have a domain through Motif or you can use your own domain, right? Yeah. So you if you if you uh, if you want to just run a design straight away for absolutely no cost, then your it would be motif.com forward slash your design name. Okay. Or you can have a store on Motif without buying one, and then that would be motif forward slash store forward slash your store name. Or you can buy a custom domain, link that together, and then it would be under like your own brand. And I really like that. I feel like it's just a, a cheap way to have a, your own little landing page customized for your customers. So instead of having to have a Shopify store or you know some kind of WordPress site or something, you're able to have like Motif fulfill all the products, but still link it up to your own domain. So I, yeah. I really liked that concept. There is one other uh, inc a big benefit of having your own custom domain, which I overlooked to mention, is if if you do have your own custom domain uh, on Motif, all of your the buyers that come in, you get access to their emails to download, to upload, so that you can remarket to them afterwards. Whereas if it's if you, they buy through Motif.com, even though it's your product, we can't for data laws we can't give out their emails but if they buy through your domain you can download their email addresses and then if you make a thousand sales between now and christmas you can you can get you can free market market to those people for free which is really really powerful and much different to other print on demand platforms other than shopify where you'd have to pay all this money this, and, uh, this reminds me we forgot to talk about email marketing is there an email marketing thing within motif so uh, they allow we allow you with a custom domain to download the emails and then you would upload okay. them to a mail a mailing service yourself and then you okay. could you could email them yeah perfect okay and um, let's just say that someone has several different niches they might have several different domains can they connect all those different domains to Motif. Yes, you can, uh, an unlimited amount, I believe. There probably is some crazy <laughs> limit, like 10,000 or something in the back end. So someone's going to say, oh, I've, I've, I've hit the limit. But uh, it's basically, uh, yeah, completely unlimited. So you can upload an unlimited amount of artwork, okay, within reason, maybe a million, we might say, hey. Uh, but uh, certainly uh, stores as many as you, as, as you want. And each one of those would have their own uh, downloadable email list for the buyers. So you, you can segment them off. I think it's so neat. It, it really is just a concept that I hadn't really thought about. But the more I learned about it, I was like, wow, this is so much easier than starting a Shopify store. Like it's just it's perfect for print on demand because then you don't have to connect like a different POD provider 
with, yeah. you know, like all these different connections. It's just like, okay, this is the POD provider. This is the domain. Well, for, Link for it me, with Facebook Pixel and you're good to go. For me, it's the apps as well. You know, on Shopify, you want to do this, you want to do that. You've got to have mm -hmm. your own PayPal, which is then out. And then if something goes wrong, then right. you, you end up losing your PayPal. And then you can never use PayPal again. And uh, it's all this management. You have right. to manage the, the fraud and the customer services and so all of this stuff and especially now with like extended delivery times and maybe there's a postal service thing out of your control like my teeth handle all of that even with the custom domain stores themselves so there's no there's there's nothing to do other than upload the artwork and run the ads and then hopefully withdraw the money which is Aiden's watching like. hey Aiden Aiden's the one who told me about my teeth so thank you for reaching out and he's saying oh, it's 10,000 campaigns we knew there had to be a limit <laughs> So thank you guys so much. And so Shopify, there's a monthly fee. Is there a monthly fee for Motif? Oh, it's completely free. There's wow. no, 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 no cost whatsoever. So uh, we've got that. And as I say, some our base prices, you can create an account and, and check them out. They're incredibly, incredibly good. Plus we have these uh, like what we call tiers. So if you sell 500 units a month, we give you a little bit more of a discount and, or, we reduce the price and I think up to 5,000 units a month is our top tier where we take it down by, I believe it's either one euro or $1. So that would bring the price of a, of a shirt down to like $5 or something, which is a printed shirt. What yeah, about good quality list? Is. Sorry, I, I thought of a question and I uh, interrupted you. I'm sorry. Um, what about when you're listing a product? So for instance, on Etsy, there's, a, I believe it's 20 cents listing fee per item that you list. Is there a listing fee? Uh, no fees whatsoever. We, it's we, so we amazing. Have, we have no way of taking money off you. Don't send us money. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want your money. You make the it's money. It's such an inexpensive way to start to develop your own customer base because now you're having your own customers with, with your own email addresses. Um, I think you this is a customer. really good transition because a lot of people, myself included, I mean, I got so complacent with just listing on merch. And when you do that, you don't have control of the customer. Um, but when you do something like this, it doesn't cost anything, but you're starting to build your own customer base and starting to have control of the email addresses and things like that, So, and your own domain name. So I think it's a really great way to integrate with your Facebook page because now you're building a Facebook page where you have you know people that like it and people that follow it, and then you're also building up your website and then you're also, um, you know, get it, gathering email addresses. So I, I think it's really great. Um, if you're running a, a Shopify store, sorry, there is some management. So you're not really just doing POD products. You're also managing a store. And there's going to be a limit to the amount of Shopify stores that you can run. You've got... If all of them work, so if you've got something, don't shop. Sorry, Thomas, you're coming in and out a little bit. We we missed some of that. Um, you were talking about the limit, oh, the limits of Shopify. You were saying that you're managing a store, so there's. Can you repeat Am that? I back? Yes. Am I back? Yes. Yeah. So there's there's a limit to the amount of stores that you can run. So I think that it, you can even if you're running Shopify stores, you can try Motif out with niche ideas that you wouldn't want to open a whole store for, or just expand out with that winning design that you've got into maybe thirty different niches without having to open thirty stores. I love it. 
Perfect. All right. Well, I, oh, one other last question. You talked a lot about Europe and a lot about that market. Can you use Motif in the US as well? Yes, absolutely. And we've got multiple production facilities in the United States as well. Okay. So we've got more production partners. Um, so at the moment, a lot of companies have had issues with fulfillment, whereas we've been able to dynamically move from one fulfillment partner to the other. So we haven't seen any uh, interruption with service at all. So, yeah, the United States is still our biggest market because it's the biggest market for everything. But uh, I'm just trying to broaden people's horizons to yeah. try Europe because I think if you try in the United States, it's a little bit more expensive and you might get put off. So mm -hmm. it isn't easier. There's a lower yeah. barrier to entry if you just try like the UK because the shirts are already in English. It's like half the price to run an advert there. All right. Great. And you guys have a Facebook group, right? We do. Yes. There's okay. a, a link down there um, right. and come and join right. us and yeah. Yep. I added the link. And so I think uh, people can join that and they can continue asking questions there. Is that right? Yes, that's right. And if you do join Motif with Helen's affiliate link, then uh, Aiden, who is on, will he'll personally manage your account as well. So you get a little bit of an extra special hand as well. <laughs> thank you. Um, and just thank you for reaching out and telling me about this because I was unaware about it. And the more that I learn about it, the more I'm like this is perfect for people that are, you know, we're just learning. And, and it's, it's like you said, I mean, starting a separate website for each niche can get expensive very quickly. Yeah. So it's nice to be able to try things out first on Motif. And if you decide, you know, one is really going really well, I mean, you're always welcome, welcome to open a Shopify store later. But yeah. I don't even know if you would really need to. I mean unless you're expanding to other products that aren't print on demand or something like that. But yeah, sure. And even when you do again, if you suddenly have an idea, you're walking down the street and you think, Oh, that's a great idea for a t-shirt. Then you don't want to just open a whole store for that. Whereas at Motif, you just got one campaign. It's it, all you need is the artwork and an ad account and, you, and, and you're going. So I think it's, it can allow you to be a lot more dynamic. Even if you're, you've got the biggest Shopify stores out there, you can still exploit this uh, opportunity. Perfect. Well, everybody is saying thank you. Everybody's so appreciative you came on today. Everybody's saying a lot of people are saying they didn't know about this. So um, thank you. I really oh. appreciate it. I really appreciate both of you. You guys have um, really been very um, just polite and, um, you know, not, not pushy in any way. And I'm very uh, just answering all my questions and um, you were so patient with me switching the day and, and I know you guys reached out to me months ago. So we finally did the show. So thank you for being so patient and, um, thank you for letting our audience know about this. Well, thank you very much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. And if you want me to come back and talk a little bit more about Facebook ads, I know everyone's got a million questions about yes. Facebook ads. Yeah, I'd be more than happy to do so. And we probably will take you up on that because this is something that I am not proficient in and so that's why we haven't talked about it enough on the show so it's something that uh you know we we would like to start helping people with more so um and got and that brings up the one more time for everybody who missed in the beginning we actually this is actually the last show we're doing for two weeks we're taking two weeks off um a lot of people watching right now are in our mastermind group. Our mastermind group is going to continue. So there's not going to be any break in that. We'll still be doing the shows in that group, but on the main Facebook page and the main uh, YouTube channel, 
we're taking a two week break. Um, it's just something that, that Christina and I both needed, uh, just a lot going on and we just needed a breather. So, um, don't worry, we will be back after the two weeks. We already have shows scheduled. <laughs> I've been making people schedule it out further. I blocked off these two weeks. So uh, we will definitely be back, but we're, we're taking two weeks off. So, all right. Well, thank you so much, Thomas. Thank you so much, everybody listening. And uh, definitely join the Facebook group. Ask him all the questions and, and comment after you watch this show if you um, if you started a Motif account and how it's going for you, I'd love to hear everybody's stories and, and, uh, you know, how it works for you guys. All right. Thank you everybody. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you, Aiden. Thank you.